Welcome back to Black College Radio. I'm Thomas Carroll. And I'm Matt Nicholson. Today we are joined by Foddy Paddy Moran. Thank you very much for joining us, Father. You're most welcome. Great to be here. Uh, firstly, would you, could you tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah, so I am a spirit, so it's a great joy. I'm a priest, I'm a missionary, and in my life I spent 11 years overseas in Ethiopia. And then when uh, I was asked to come back to Ireland after that, I was asked to work between the different spirit and schools. So it's been a great joy for me that every day we as the spiritans in the different schools are educating over 5,000 young people and all the great traditions that have built up in the schools as we are here in Blackrock College, which has been here since 1860. And then we're also joined by students from St. Michael's College so we've been educating men there since 1944. So I'm very proud to be part of this legacy of education that we as the Spiritans want to provide the best quality education for young men so they would have the best opportunities in life so that they could make a contribution to Irish society and to the world. Uh, could you tell us a bit about the work you did in, in Ethiopia? Yeah, absolutely. So I was there in Ethiopia and in Ethiopia, I was actually working in a number of different areas. I was a parish priest, but I was also the coordinator for a lot of different development projects like water programs, health programs, education projects. And so that was really an amazing way to be of service, especially to the poorest in Ethiopian society. And then, as it happened, I was invited to work in a maximum security prison. And so I spent a number of years trying to support the prisoners, support them through different income generating activities, and also building up a sort of a better prison infrastructure, improved buildings. And then the program I'm most proud of was I set up a painting project, which would allow male and female prisoners the opportunity to express themselves through art, a project that continues to the present day and has brought, I think for many, many prisoners, great healing, and great, uh, I suppose, a sense of quiet satisfaction. So I'm extraordinarily proud of that. So what type of work would you do at Sparazzi? Yeah, so Sparazzi is very close to my heart. I think as a missionary, I was a stranger in a strange land. When I got to Ethiopia, first of all, I didn't have two words of the local language. So when I think about Sparazzi, I think about our work to welcome those who want to make Ireland their home. People who have made extraordinarily difficult journeys in many cases. And I think we as missionaries who've also gone through that experience of going to other lands, we have a natural sensitivity, a natural understanding that those who come to Ireland, this should be a place of welcome, a place of healing, a place where they can be themselves. So my connection is that I support Sparassi through the board and I'm part of the board and we look at the, the vision for Sparassi. How can we be of service, especially to those who are vulnerable? And we think especially of Sparassi 
as the National Centre for the Care of Survivors of Torture. We think about all of those people in Ireland who have suffered terribly in their own countries. And we think just from a simple human point of view, how can we care for them? How can we show them respect? How can we show understanding? How can we make their tomorrow better than today? And in that sense, every initiative that Sparassi does is to support the poor. And the spirit and mission, as I stand here in Blackrock College, our schools have always been places of extraordinary kindness, places where we have emphasised care for the poor. And Sparassi is our way of showing that care, that concern for those who need it most. Thank you. Uh, what was the most fulfilling moment of your career at Sparassi? Yeah, now in Sparassi, I had a great privilege a number of years ago when I was asked to accommodate a Sudanese artist. Now, this is a man who in his own country was a journalist. And very sadly, he was arrested, he was imprisoned, and he was tortured. He was tortured to such an extent that he cannot, now he walks with a limp, but he is also an artist. So we were asked in my community if we could accommodate him so that he would do a summer program in Dublin. And I learned so much from him, not only about his journey to Ireland, not only about the horrendous impact that that suffering has had on him and his family. So it's a great joy for me to be in touch with him all the time, to see him grow as an artist. And I'm delighted to say his family is now with him in Ireland. And I feel very proud that as Irish society, we have seen this as a good thing to unite him with his family, to offer him protection. It's not safe for him to go back to his country. And I think for us as a nation to give that shelter, that sanctuary, I think we can be very proud as we can be very proud of all the support that he's gotten from the services in Sparassi. So just talking about the schools you work with in Ireland, how long have you been working with the schools and like what type of work would you do with them? Absolutely. So I'm five years now working in the schools. Now, I am in many schools a sacramental chaplain, which means I would do the preparations for the First Holy Communion, the confirmations. But I've also done a number of presentations regarding Ethiopia. And I'm also very blessed in the fact that I get the art from the prison in Ethiopia and I've also done those as presentations showing paintings to see something of another country uh, in the classrooms. I'm also very much involved in the school retreats and any time that a priest is called on for confessions or just for assemblies. So I'm very much part of all of those. So this morning in Willow Park Junior School, there was a whole school online mass. After this, I'm back to Willow Park for a school assembly. And then another day I'll be in Michael's another day. Last night in St. Mary's was the ceremony of light for the confirmation students. 
So it's a mosaic of many pieces, but it's a wonderful ministry. But I'm also following on all the spirits, all the priests throughout the years that have done so much to build up the schools. And I'm so proud of their legacy and so proud to be part of that. Uh, how will the money collected from the Noel Turley Cup uh, like affect Sprazi? Absolutely. So the Noel Turley Cup, as we know, Noel Turley has this enormous impact on two schools, on Blackrock College and on St. Michael's College. So we're delighted to see the collaboration between the students of Blackrock College and indeed St. Michael's College. And it's great to see people from Spirit and Schools working together because we do share the same values, the same charism, the same gifts in many ways. Every money raised that supports Varasi goes into the front line of care, providing the services for those in need. That is the beauty and the brilliance of Sporassi. It's not for administration. It is so that the mission we have to care for those who are hurt and wounded, the lost, the least, the lonely, that's where the money is going. And that is a great investment. It reaches the people who need it most. And we're so proud of Sporassi for the extraordinary healing work that they do every day for so many people. Since they began 21 years ago, Sporassi has been supporting over 5,000 survivors of torture. Now, for me, that is an extraordinary thought, that as we're on the streets, it's possible that coming towards us or that we pass by people who in their own countries have suffered terribly. But to know that the Spiritan outreach to care for them is going on is something I think we can be all very proud of. Uh, so would you mind telling us a bit about the art project in Ethiopia? Yeah, in the prison. So I always felt that in the prison we were doing these different works and in many ways they were having a huge impact. So, for example, there was a real problem in the prison about getting water for all the prisoners. So we created these new water reservoir centres. And then we improved the ventilation in the dormitories. We also did a lot of work with supporting small income generation projects for the prisoners. But there was something about the fact that prisoners never had the opportunity to express themselves creatively. They're locked up in this prison day in, day out. And then it was a very happy encounter up in the capital Addis Ababa that there was a young Irish artist and I just happened to meet him and then I asked him would he come to the prison and he did the first class and we saw the great interest people had so then on six different occasions, Irish artists came over to teach the prisoners. And so we discovered that in the prison is this small group of prisoners who got a huge, enormous satisfaction from painting. And I'm really proud that one of the artists who learned from the Irish artists has since been released and he goes back and he teaches the others. And he's now working full time as a painter. Now, the thing about painting, I think, is that every 
brush stroke is a blow for freedom, a chance to express yourself, to find meaning on canvas and to show the world that you are more than just the worst moment of your life. Because prisoners, they will often be reminded of the fact that they are in prison and often it is for the worst moment of their lives. And yet, in this prison, where two-thirds of the women are in for murder, one-third of the men are in for murder, there is, in all of us, and in all the prisoners, a desire to express themselves creatively and to show the world they are more than a label, more than what people would determine them to be. In Ethiopia, prisoners were often the forgotten people, those who were left behind, locked behind walls, and it's as if the key was thrown away. But in my experience, I have met the most gentle, kind, thoughtful individuals in that prison in Ethiopia. People who have expressed great remorse for what they have done. But people who have learnt, people who have grown, people who have changed. So every time a prisoner paints, they express something of themselves. And it can reveal something mysterious, something wonderful, something that is totally unexpected. And so I think in a similar way, if you have a heart for prisoners, you have a heart for forgiveness. You have a heart for an understanding is that nobody is perfect. We all make mistakes. And it's a better world if we can say sorry and it's a better world if we can be forgiven. And everything that I say, everything that I do for myself working in the prison is based on a little section in the New Testament, in the Bible, from the letter to the Hebrews that says, remember those in prison as if you were together with them in prison. So for me, the ministry was all about empathy, imagining what would it be like if I was the prisoner? How would I like to be treated? What opportunities would I like made available to me? So from a distance of 5,000 kilometers, it really inspires me that as we speak, there are prisoners in rural Ethiopia in a prison painting creating, selling, generating income, and also generating new conversations with other prisoners. And long may the creativity last. I'm so proud to be working in our schools in Ireland. In every spirit in school, it's the same spirit of energy, enthusiasm, and all the opportunities that all the students are given is amazing. For you young men to develop your skills, your talents, to get the best education you can possibly get and to make the most of the life choices that you have in front of you. So I just want to wish the radio station every blessing for all the work that you are doing to tell the good news 
the good news of what's happening in our schools. And I hope and pray that all of us will be blessed as we look forward to the future with confidence and hope. Thank you very much.